Welcome to Sound Progress, a podcast series which explores AXA IM's journey to a better tomorrow through collaboration. Here we'll explore how collaboration drives change and show how, through dialogue with other participants in and around the asset management industry, it is possible to innovate, challenge and overcome obstacles faster and more effectively. I'm Dominic Laurie, and today we're exploring how AXA IM has pledged half a million euros to the Access to Medicine Foundation to support its activity around the prevention and response to pandemics such as COVID-19. AXA IM has also committed to donate 5% of their impact funds range management fees to support projects with a societal impact. To set the scene, let's listen to Gérard Arlin, AXA IM's Executive Chairman. As a long-term, responsible and active investor, we are committed to making positive and lasting change. Our involvement with Impact Investing and the Access to Medicine Foundation began before the need to combat an unforeseen health crisis. With our latest initiatives, we aim to go a step further than this. As we become increasingly aware of the fragility of the world, we recognize the need for the financial industry to play a different and even more impactful role in our societies. Thanks to our two recent commitments, we are meeting our clients' expectations while having a direct impact on individuals and communities. This is yet another way for us to bring our mission to life, investing together with our clients to build a better tomorrow for everyone. Gerald outlined recent initiatives pursued by AXA IM with the goal of building a better tomorrow one of which is the half a million euro donation to the Access to Medicine Foundation. To discuss this further, I have Jay Iyer from the Access to Medicine Foundation and Matt Christensen, Global Head of Impact Strategy and Responsible Investments at AXA IM. So, um, Matt, if you just tell us a little bit about, uh, about, about your role at AXA IM. So my role as Global Head of Impact Strategy and Responsible Investment is to ensure that when we think about uh, impact investing, we think about it across the firm and across asset classes so that we have a coordinated approach and we have a strategic way of thinking about the different themes. And so those themes include public health, certainly. They include climate change. And what we're looking to do is to think about that in terms of our research program, how we do engagement with industries, and how we also think about product design across anything from looking at this in fixed income to thinking about it in our public equity uh, investments, all the way into alternative asset managements like private equity. Jay, please introduce yourself and the initiative. I'm Jay Iyer, Executive Director of the Access to Medicine Foundation. The Access to Medicine Foundation is an independent nonprofit organization that stimulates and guides pharmaceutical companies to do more for the people living in low and middle income countries without essential uh, access to medicine. We've been researching pharmaceutical companies, bringing up key opportunities for action and enable the sharing of best practices using our work. The insights we bring are used by pharmaceutical companies, over 100 institutional investors in responsible investment and engagement, governments in their policy shaping, NGOs in implementation of healthcare and various different international media. And Matt, explain how, how the partnership works and, 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 what, and what, what the goals are. So we're committing 500,000 euros that will be allocated to Access to Medicine Foundation and its activities that pertain to the prevention and response to infectious diseases and pandemics, such as the current COVID-19. The 
The partnership is also aimed at strengthening the index where we have played a role uh, previously and the important work around influencing the shape of the global pharmaceutical industry. To my knowledge, we're the first asset manager in the world to support the foundation in this, in this way. And that is really to make a statement about the importance of the work the foundation does and its direct influence on the pharmaceutical sector. So in the context of the current crisis, the involvement really is about uh, thinking through what a long-term partnership can be to address access to medicine. And Jay, from your perspective, um, to the benefits of the partnership. We all want uh, COVID-19 to go away. This could mean a coronavirus uh, medicine or vaccine to be developed and delivered to people who need them. Large institutional investors have both the interest and power to make it happen fast and responsibly. Uh, Their investment, their engagement and their voice matters in access. And I've been supporting and using our research for engagement with pharmaceutical companies in how to be more responsible and set up sustainable solutions for access to healthcare globally. And now this partnership makes it particularly important as their voice is heard by strong powers such as economic and financial ministries of governments who also invest in drug and vaccine development and delivery with pharmaceutical companies. And with this partnership between the Access to Medicine Foundation and AXA-IM, more investors can see a best-in-class practice to steer what the future of investments means for society and individuals. Um, I believe that AXA-IM with their voice, their investment, their engagement and Access to Medicine Foundation with our independent research and insights and our network can lead to powerful and tangible actions by industry. So Matt, tell us, tell us what was your motivation to get involved in this project? Um, how did it come about? So yeah, my motivation was driven also by my professional background even prior to joining AXA-IM because I had worked in impact investing previously. And, um, and when I came to AXA-IM in 2012, one of the thoughts I had was that we needed to start an impact investment program. And we got AXA Group to support that through a thematic focus that uh, touched health, gender, financial inclusion, and climate change. And as we've grown that from, say, 2012 over the last seven years to where we are today, one of the things that we also thought about was how do we start to link our investment activities and impact to our philanthropic activities? And so by 2020, when we really felt good about where we'd come and where we were going with our impact investor approach. And that combined with a very real crisis, which is COVID-19, it made it a critical moment for us to officialize a, a more strategic a way to think about impact. So Jay Aya, t- t- tell me what was your motivation to get involved? Where, where have you come from on this? We have been working with over 100 institutional investors uh, since our inception. And this is the first partnership that shows uh, the trust from an important investor on the usage of our research and insights in influencing the actions of uh, pharmaceutical companies on improving access to healthcare. Matt, um, what are your priorities uh, for the future of of, of this partnership? So in terms of where we're looking to go, we really hope that the partnership is going to make the Access to Medicine Index even, uh, even stronger. We're looking to continue to evolve that work that we've already started. We see how the findings of the index has influenced practices of the major pharma companies already. Um, It's definitely been a force for good in the past decade, and we want to see it uh, go even further over the next 10 years. We also think that the foundation, in terms of the work it can do on, on the creation, the development, on key performance indicators and case studies, is something where where we want to have an influence because we think that this is an area that's just going to help the entire investment market to come around and start engaging on a similar set of criteria that we can start to have as a collective body and, and a voice that is more shared with a common understanding when we go meet with 
the pharma sector and talk about access to medicine. So we view that as a, as a direct part of what's going to come out of this partnership over the years to come. And Jay, what, what are your priorities for the future? This partnership will demonstrate to other institutional investors their power and responsibility to engage with governments and pharmaceutical companies to translate principles into practice. So we don't have to become victims of another outbreak of this size and magnitude as COVID-19 and feel helpless. I see success as a year from now in understanding what lessons learned can help shape the post-COVID world that we live in, what it means to companies, government policy, impact investments. I don't think there's any way we can go back in both financial and societal performance. Uh, by next year, I hope that COVID will be behind us, uh, but that investors will continue to support and carry the torch for supporting responsible, sustainable behavior by the pharmaceutical industry. Our work includes over 70 other diseases that still need to be developed and delivered to the 2 billion people who still lack access to medicine today. And I think that this partnership shows that we're at the beginning of an important turning point in how investments affect pharmaceutical company uh, behavior and what that means for better health outcomes and financial returns. In addition to the partnership with Access to Medicine, AXA IM has also committed to donate 5% of its impact funds management fees to fund additional projects aimed at developing solutions with a societal impact. To explore what this means in the context of COVID-19 and beyond, I have AXA IM's John Dean, Head of Impact Investing, and Marie Valbohm, Solutions Expert, to discuss how AXA IM will leverage impact investing to further benefit people and the planet. Um, John, I'll start with you. Um, what, what's your role at AXA IM exactly? What, what do you do? So I lead the, the impact investing team, which is focused mainly on the private market approach. So we invest across private asset classes, um, looking at different impact themes globally, from healthcare through to climate change. And we're looking to try and achieve uh, portfolio constructions for our clients, which deliver market rate financial returns, whilst also delivering in parallel intentional and measurable impact outcomes that we can be accountable for. And Marie Valbom, a solutions expert, just describe exactly what that does. Yeah, so I'm the responsible investment product specialist for the core platform in charge of the ESG and impact uh, business uh, development for the core platform, as I said. Uh, my role is to support uh, AXIM in developing new solutions for our clients around responsible uh, investment in general. And that's true that uh, these uh, past months and years, uh, we are working hard uh, on the impact uh, business solution development. So what would you say impact investing is, John? Um, what does it mean? You, you hear the term a lot, but what, what does it mean to you personally? Yeah, I think we've got to be clear on the definition. And, and the best way to present this is to probably start with what it is not. So impact investing is, is not ESG. It's, it's not a, an, a point, an approach where we you know, screen out negative impacts in our portfolio, negative potential companies, negative footprints in our portfolio. It's much more about the positive side. But it's also not philanthropy. It's not charity. The, the investments that we make need to be designed to deliver a market rate financial return. So it's really an approach which goes out to the market looking for where the problems are, problems with society or problems with the environment, looking at the solutions to those problems, which we can invest in, backing those initiatives, whether they're companies or projects, and therefore measuring our success at solving the problem. So essentially being accountable for the change, doing all of that whilst targeting a market rate financial return for our investors. 
Marie, can you give maybe some examples of, of, of how, it, how it's worked well? Sure, and maybe I would define in simple terms what is uh, impact investing to us. Uh, it's very simple to understand that it's about investing in prosperity for people and prosperity for the planet. So uh, today, uh, the purpose at AXIM is to help and to support the transition. There is today an intense debate uh, as to how impact investing can be effective when implemented via uh, listed assets. Uh, here in AXIM, we believe that impact investing can be carried out robustly across all listed asset classes. Uh, this is how it helps investors move from seeking uh, short-term financial gains to creating long-term value. Uh, for a truly sustainable future, we must uh, invest in those companies that actively contribute uh, to a healthy planet and sustainable societies. Tell us a bit about the, um, the donation, um, how it works. Yes, of course. So uh, AXIM uh, decide to uh, give back uh, to some projects and foundations 5% of uh, his management fees uh, that we will uh, get through all our uh, impact fund range. It means that even it's a private fund or a listed one, uh, we will dedicate it 5% of all uh, our management fees on that uh, fund range. John, tell us more about this commitment and, and, and why you decided to do it. So I think it's a commitment that, that as a business really shows the, the purpose of our activities beyond just a typical philanthropic commitment, which would be made by most companies globally. You know, the source of the capital for this commitment, firstly, is being derived from the impact investing activities themselves. So there's clearly an alignment with our investment activity to the philanthropic approach that we're taking. So that's the first feature. But the second feature is the kind of projects and initiatives that we're supporting are those that have been sourced because of our impact investing approach. And I think that's unique because we're coming across projects and, and, and foundations and, and initiatives that we can support that we couldn't do with investment capital because we don't see the financial return. But now we can support them in a different way. That's really trying to show an alignment and a unique access to the kind of interventions we want to make. And now we have a feature that we can support them with. And bringing that together as a platform, that's really showing the purpose of what we're doing. You know, linking philanthropic activity to the direct principles of our impact investing program. Marie, what, what type of projects are you looking to support? And how close will the relationships with the projects be? Yeah, so I, for sure, we will look for projects that are aligned with our philosophy and our thematics uh, here in AXIM, probably around uh, climate change, uh, because it's a really a big concern for AXIM and for AXA Group. Uh, it will be probably around healthcare, as it is already the case with the Foundation Access to Medicine, of course, and uh, probably around education, gender equality, all those thematics that are very important for us uh, in XIM. So this is clearly a long-term um, commitment. Why, why is the approach unique? Um, why is AXA-IM's approach unique? Once again, I think that we have to think larger uh, than this uh, philanthropic action. AXIM has been a committed player in responsible investment for 20 years now and has always wanted to support the evolution of our society and our industry, uh, making every effort to offer innovative and adapted solutions. The commitment to responsible investing and impact is clearly hugely important to AXA IM. John, how do you see that continuing to evolve in the post-COVID-19 world? 
So look, I think in terms of a, a response, healthcare is certainly at the front and centre of an investor's mind when you're driven by impact investing. How can we invest today to help support the global health crisis that we're going through and, and find solutions to the problem that we're facing? Next to that, we think financial inclusion and financial services and access to them are going to be very important areas to help catalyse a recovery. So we also believe you know, there's areas and opportunities there which should be a focus of an impact investing programme looking forward. But as a general comment as to you know, what change are we going to see in the world post-COVID, I think our reaction as investors today is just this significant increase in deal flow, significant increase in opportunities that are investable, that are driven by finding solutions to problems and therefore we can you know reconcile that to our impact investing definition which has always been about creating intentional and measurable impact outcomes whilst delivering a market rate financial return so in a response to that it's simply an increasing those opportunities thank you marie and thank you john and a thank you to all of our podcast participants gerald alain jay Ayer, and matt christensen for this and all other sound progress episodes please visit the axa im progress section of axa im.com goodbye